G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. There has been some unrest in the capital of our northern neighbour, Papua New Guinea. Uh, Yesterday, of course, the news broke. Dozens of student protesters were shot during clashes with police in the capital, Port Moresby. Well, a Papua New Guinea court has since granted an injunction barring university students from protesting the alleged high-level government corruption on campus. And a groundswell of political unrest in recent weeks has surged amid calls for the Prime Minister in Papua New Guinea, Peter O'Neill, to resign over those corruption allegations. Well, talking some more today about Christians and what their response is and getting an update on the ground in Papua New Guinea, Martha Wame is in PNG. She's with the Christian radio network there called Wantok Radio Light. And Martha's joining us. Hello, Martha. Welcome along to 2020. Yes, good morning, Neil, and good morning to our listeners. Martha, this started to unfold yesterday, and the news that four people had been shot in a protest at the university there in Port Moresby. Uh, what's happened in the uh, in the time since then? Um, Neil, we, we've uh, been checking with the hospitals, and we've uh, found out that there are no deaths. There are only um, eight. A casualty, so we're really happy about that. Um, two of the students, one has a collapsed lung and one has a bullet wound through his head, and so um, they're in ICU, but um, there are no deaths. So we are grateful for that, um, and uh, we're hoping that all the eight students are well and taken care of and, and can uh, return home. But there are no casualties, uh, no deaths have been reported on social media and and, uh, media outlets uh, yesterday. Well, that's good news, isn't it? Let's come back to that protest. There were some news stories here in Australia that in some ways the students were provoking the police. And I'm not sure whether that is any good reason for police to open fire on a crowd of protesters, but uh, but did you hear that sort of thing? Were the students being in some ways provocative uh, to uh, to get that sort of attention? No, we've, we've um, talked to students. We've been housing students who have been uh, homeless since last night and, and from other centres, and um, it's not true. What the reports that have been coming out are actually from the police because um, they've been trying to cover up uh, many of the actions that they've done. The students didn't do, uh, didn't provoke. There was an argument about um, whether the SRC president should be arrested. They were actually calling out for him to be um, summoned from the crowd and arrested. And so when the students refused to um, show the police who the SRC president was, that was when um, the police were angered. And so that was how um, they were retaliating and, and being abusive and assaulting the students. But um, the students didn't 
there wasn't any anyone that did uh, provoke the students. We've talked to ancillary staff who were there. We talked to um, the security guards and uh, the reports that are coming out about students provoking the police were not true. Mother, are police in Papua New Guinea typically as aggressive as they have been depicted in this report? Yes, they've been very aggressive with um, with one of uh, my colleagues from the National Broadcasting Commission radio station was assaulted. She was um, actually trying to run away from um, the tear gas and uh, she ran into the police section and she was actually assaulted. She was kicked and punched and so um, really they're, they're supposed to be a, a law enforcement agents but it wasn't the case yesterday. So um, Rose Amos, a PNG journalist, was assaulted yesterday and so we've, we've um, had reports that um, they've been really abusive. Martha, you've got a wonderful program that you broadcast all over Papua New Guinea through Wantok Radio Light. Uh, are church leaders saying anything about the unrest in Port Moresby? We've, we've talked to a couple of church leaders yesterday um, and they're talking about meeting and, and doing a press conference but we haven't had anyone, any church on the ground um, helping out or coming out to the students. We've, we've only had individual Christians driving up um, to the university uh, trying to help the kids who were stranded from outside centers. And um, we've had actually the, the Christian fellowship groups on campus, and because we work with the students, we've had the students letting us know that there were girls who were stranded on campus and so afraid and traumatized to come out because the, the dorms were being shot at by police, police officers. So we've, uh, we couldn't go into the campus, but we've worked with the security company for the campus, for the university, and they were able to bring the girls out to the church that we were working with, the Baptist church. And from the Baptist church, Christians were coming in to collect um, house number of girls that they were able to. And so um, that's how individual Christians were able to help late last night and throughout um, the afternoon yesterday. Many of the girls were traumatized, and so the, the Christian Fellowship was uh, boys who were able to work with a security company for a university were bringing them um, out to the churches. So... Um, that's how individual Christians uh, were able to help yesterday, and um, we were involved with that. So um, that's the only report I can give to you from um, the churches. And Martha, it's fair, to, it's fair to say, isn't it, that in Papua New Guinea, people are very open to the help that can come from churches. And when there's a crisis situation like that, uh, people very, uh, not only uh, those Christians happy to respond and uh, to just be motivated by love to help, but people very responsive to that sort of help that comes from the Christians. Yes, and they, they were very helpful. They were very helpful. Um, we had not only the Christian, because the students who were organizing the help were from um, the Christian Fellowship on campus, we also had other students who were also stranded, and so um, they were able to get help as well. And so we are grateful for the many Christians that um, were able to respond quickly 
and bring food and blankets and, and pillows to accommodate the many girls who were stranded. And Martha, what can you tell us about the rest of Papua New Guinea and the reactions that various uh, communities, uh, villages have had? Because as I understand, there were more widespread protests than just what was going on in Port Moresby. Yes, um, in, in Mount Hagen, um, the capital of Western Highlands province, which is in the Highlands, then, um, there was a high school called Hagen Park. The students actually um, went on a rampage in the city, throwing stones at any government vehicle, um, even the police station. Because, uh, Neil, in 2001, I, I mentioned yesterday that there was a protest by the university students, and two of the students were killed, and they were from this province. And so um, they took it up on themselves that this was something that was um, um, important to them and, and that they felt that they needed to support the students. So they, the, the students in this community went on a rampage. Um, in Goroka, we're hearing today that there is um, fighting between the students. That's where um, a teacher's college is. And um, in Lay City, another um, university there, it's a technology college, there's been um, students' riots, but um, the police, they have been practicing restraints, so we haven't had any um, students injured or um, any casualties, but there was a government vehicle bent in Lay City. Um, the rest of the country, we haven't had much um, rioting except in three different provinces apart from Port Moresby. Uh, well, Martha, I know that in your radio network there called One Talk Radio Light, uh, you have, around about this time, and I'm not sure whether it's happening right now, but, uh, but I am aware that you have church leaders in the nation who actually pray, uh, is it a 30-minute or is it a 60-minute prayer time live on the radio in throughout all of the major provinces of Papua New Guinea? Uh, is that happening right now as we speak? Um, it happened in the morning at 7.30. Ah, okay, a little bit late. Uh, every morning. Yes, a little bit late, but it happens every morning at 7.30 uh, for 30 minutes. And so we have uh, pastors from the city praying for the nation. So we've had pastors in, in the morning praying for the nation. But, look, but Neil, we've been, many Christians were also saying, you know, we can pray, but what can we do to help these, these young people who, are, um, who have questions that need answers to? How can we be able to um, liaise with them and talk with them? And so that's what many Christians are saying. You know, we've got to do something instead of just praying. So um, the Christian community, uh, that's the response of the Christian community, especially here in Port Morsi. And, of course, Martha, when there is a national crisis and you have the capacity to lead the people in prayer, and you say it's not just praying but it's action as well, it really means that when there is a national crisis, there is opportunity that's birthed, isn't there, that that Christians then can have the opportunity to answer the sorts of difficulties and questions and uh, issues of meaning that people are asking when there is a crisis. Yes, that's right. And and many many of the leaders in, in that are um, very vocal about corruption are Christians. We have a task force that is um, set up 
by uh, the chairman who is a Christian. His name is Sam Quayan. And, and most of the student leaders that were upfront protesting were Christian students and who are involved, who have been involved at the forefront five weeks ago. And so um, many of the churches have been involved with the students and, and uh, have been talking about these issues. So um, we're hoping that pastors can be able to um, lead the discussions because uh, many of them haven't been doing that. It's only the professionals and and um, the students. So we're hoping that we all can be one voice and we all can stand together. It, it brings real context when you say that many of those protesting students were Christian students and who were prepared courageously to stand up against what they saw and uh, the alleged uh, government corruption and uh, the corruption of uh, the alleged corruption of the prime minister is, is this something that christians in papua new guinea are particularly uh, so concerned about that they're ready to actually take action and be protesting at the the levels of corruption in the nation they are Neil. there have been uh, there have been people talking on forums and um but no one has been brave enough to do something like the students have done. So uh, right now the talk is we should stand with the students. We should, we should be out there protesting with them. Um, it should have been we who, who should have been shot at and not, not the students. And so um, everyone is having that, that feeling right now. And so um, they're going out of the way to um, be a blessing to the students at this time. We're, we're hearing reports about... Um, People, churches going to the hospitals to pray with the students who are at ICU. Um, and so it's, it's been overwhelming, the support that we've been um, hearing. Well, Martha, it's great getting your insights into what's going on. And uh, we would see ourselves as a friend of One Talk Radio Light. And uh, Martha, I know that you've got such a close connection. You're going to be doing some work with our UCB outfit uh, up in Wewak on the north shore of Papua New Guinea. And uh, just wonderful to hear your heartbeat as to what's going on in the nation of Papua New Guinea. And of course, uh, there's a challenge there for Australians listening to our conversation now to be prayerful about our northern neighbour when there is crisis like this of what God is doing in the nation. And uh, Martha, you've shed some wonderful light on some of the background and so understanding the context of what's going on in Papua New Guinea and I want to thank you so much for being part of 2020 today. Thank you Neil and and God bless you all. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.